Vietnam. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Sure. It's Sunday tomorrow, but we're going to go with that. All right. For everybody listening, happy Sunday. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome to Songs for Your Sunday. I'm Mel. I'm Joey. And we are going to jump into the world of relationships today. (laughs) (laughs) Joey's not looking forward to this. I am. I am. You're convincing. No, I am. I I promise I am. I am in. I'm in. You got some goods. I got some goods, I guess. You're also looking suave. I got a quarter zip minus the quarter. It's a full <laughs> zip, but it's a little turtlenecky. Yeah. Something a Russian author might wear. Oh. You know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. When I used to have my long hair, I kind of looked Russian. <laughs> that was when we first met. Yeah. Speaking of relationships, well, this is a good day for this because we kind of got into an argument today. Not really an argument, but we bickered. I think I was hungry and you, I don't know what was going on with you. I think I was trying to dance around something that I should have said more forward and (laughs) your hunger kind of took it the wrong way, maybe. I don't know. And then, but we were fine. And then we hung a mirror and we hugged. Yeah, we hugged. So it was good. And then the the mood was set with the new record player. John Mayer was playing. It was great. Yeah. It was a good day. Went for a walk, got some fresh air. Yeah. A good old Saturday. It was a good one. Basically as good as it can get. Pretty good day. Pretty good day. So today on Manuka Sunday, I kind of talked about the Daniel Fast. Mm Mm-hmm. What about it? 21 days. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I thought I'd be having way more cravings. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're both craving pizza pretty bad right now right but it's it's the same thing every time it's once you've got your sustenance you're kind of like all right i'm not hungry for bad food anymore Mm. which is the one benefit i mean there's many benefits of eating (laughs) healthy but i think one of the biggest ones is once you actually eat you're not in the mind frame after you like when you eat garbage where you're like i need more i need more i need more because you don't have that sugared blast and yeah the msg and whatnot absolutely i also feel like i found out so many new new like recipes for that i'll bring into the later days after this is all done mm-hmm. yeah that was a little side how's tidbit. this about relationships i don't know i'm just <laughs> chatting about our week <laughs> yeah the daniel fast has been good we've it hasn't even really been the real daniel fast because we've been having coffee and we've been having chicken and i've also been eating eggs but to be honest, I gotta cut the beans out of my diet. I think they're just kind of messing around with me too much. Yeah, it rocked you this week. I don't know what it is about it. So uh, I'm gonna keep tweaking things. My goal is to look like Cristiano Ronaldo by the summer, and I've <laughs> I'm really, okay with that. It's really what I'm shooting for. So we're the same height. Oh, well, so, you got that going for you. Yeah, but he's pretty hairless, and I got a hairy <laughs> chest, so. I'm going to have to get some electrolysis work. No, it looks great on you. Thank you. Okay, so relationships. This world is... Who (laughs) needs Honestly, I was... I don't... When I first started... uh, Whoa. When I I first started thinking about, like, talking about relationships, my mind went to... the, The first thing my mind went to was how it's hard for us to talk about like dating and stuff right now because we've dated a long time ago but then I realize I'm like you know what I've had a lot of people ask me about what keeps us going and all that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I was like you know what let's let's chat about this yeah it'll be fun definitely and I have a few questions for you oh (laughs) like 
I want to ask you what your top three like, main <laughs> what I want to know. I feel like I've asked you like a long time ago, but like, what are your three main things that you need out of a relationship? Out of a lady or out of a relationship? A relationship okay. with me? A relationship with a lady? <laughs> yeah. Um, or whoever your partner is. Are you saying what I need from you or what I I was looking for? When I wanted to begin our relationship. Oh, let's start with that. Okay. What were you looking for? Um, I wasn't really looking for anything. It's just that it's all the cliche stuff where, you know, you say, I wasn't looking for anything and it just happened. But like, I legitimately wasn't. I just knew it's kind of being a product of your family because there was a lot of love in my family mm-hmm. and we're an emotional family and Italian and family oriented. So I'm just someone who as a guy, it's more of an anomaly, but less than a lot of people probably think where it's like, I've always known that I've wanted a family and a wife, lots of kids mm-hmm. and that whole thing. That's something I've always wanted. Right. Joey wants a football team to himself. Yeah. I legitimately <laughs> want four to five kids. And that's because I was one of six. So yeah. there was just always something going on for as much as I like my privacy and my quiet time. I love a a little bit of chaos going on and crazy stuff and it's when the, the first time i went to meet all of your extended family was a thanksgiving dinner i was intimidated yeah there was like 60 people there and you're yeah. like this is only half i think the first thing that i was looking for was that it was kind of just being more aware of the fact that I knew who I was in the sense that I wasn't going to lie to myself and be like, whoa, it's college. You're a family guy. It's college time. It's like, I'm a family guy. I love my parents. I love what they have. (laughs) I've always appreciated that. And so that was always something in general what I was looking for, but also in a relationship too. It's another one of the cliche things, but it's like, they challenged me to be a better person, which I hate hearing all these things, but there's a lot of truth to them Mm -hmm. in themselves because, you know, you, for example, you're not someone just to be stagnant. I've always had delusions of grandeur and I look at something and I go, I could do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've been playing golf. I played six rounds of golf and there's 10% inside my head that goes, I could be a golfer and i know i'm insane and whatever for it but someone who like you where you're like you're like go and get them and who is supportive of the person that they're with to just go after the things that they want to achieve yeah. regardless of if they're bigger or they're small like we were watching walk the line last night and i'd mm-hmm. never seen it before and johnny cash's first wife Ooh. who he has the kids with she's like I want everything I was promised. I want the picket fence and the and the husband and this and that. And yeah. she missed the fact that her husband was Johnny Cash touring oh. the world. There was obviously a lot of bad things going on behind the scene, but that's because he didn't have the support from her. You know, if, if you have someone who's that ride or die mm-hmm. all the way through and who's, you know... In that scenario specifically, she's like, go get a job with my dad. And he's like, I want to be a rock and roll star. I want to do my thing. I want to I want to be more than what you think I can be. And I think that's that's I think it's important if you're a driven person, which I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people like to think that they are. And it's good to be with someone who wants to drive you. It's your expectations for yourself 
can't be capped by the person that you're with, right? Mm -hmm. So if your dream is to whatever, have a painting at an art exhibit, Mm -hmm. and the person you're with goes, well, you should just focus on your accounting job because you're a lot better at numbers than brushing strokes on the canvas, you know? It's like, why would you want to be with that person? Because you're always going to be regretting you know, not pushing yourself harder, mm-hmm. but it's that external voice who you live with, right? Who's putting those thoughts in your head that you're not good enough. And you just want that positive echo chamber, not where it's going to adversely affect your life and your partner's life. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I think that's one of my main things too, because I grew up in a family that was always like chase your dreams and go go big or go home Mm -hmm. and just go after what you're passionate in and like i when when i moved out and i went to university at 17 i didn't even know that there was a world other than that like i just i feel i'm very grateful for that being ingrained in me and oh that example that you gave with the johnny cash thing that's literally the epitome of my like it's so terrifying to think that I could have been in a relationship with somebody that wouldn't doesn't see the success in like my in my dreams mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Right. And that's scary to me and I think that a lot of people they just kind of give into that lifestyle or maybe they don't even know it. But I I find it sad. Yeah, I think they don't know it because that's what I was saying where they're like, wifey, hubby. People go for the image of things more than knowing what, not actually what they want, but what they need in their Mm -hmm. life to continue being happy. And I think this leads into the third thing, which Mm -hmm. will be the third, right? You asked me for my three? Yeah. (laughs) People who have, in general, with their opinions or whatever it is, they have freezing cold take it's like if someone does something the same way that everyone else does it that drives me wild because you know they're doing it out of insecurity and just not wanting to take a risk to be different so that whole thing like you know you see one kind of fashionable thing that comes into style and everybody hops on it and that always has driven me crazy it's like Mm -hmm. where's your uniqueness i understand being in style that's one thing and Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to be okay but with that i totally agree you got to be unique but it's also like you have to be yourself because if you're trying to be different, right. if you're trying to be different because you need to be different, yeah. you yeah. can see right through that and you can sniff it out. And I think for I think guys in general can mm-hmm. see through that even more than sure. some girls if you're looking at it at that perspective. Right. And I just think that when you're authentic, mm-hmm. being authentic means just giving into what like draws you in i think and like just going with your natural feelings and going and when you do that people are drawn in because it's like exudes confidence i think right but it's also you're paving your own path for sure a little metaphor here it's like (laughs) you see pigeons when you live in the city you see pigeons all day long right this is the russian writer coming out (laughs) yeah for sure but it's like you know what i mean you see the pigeons everywhere Okay. As city folk, you see a cardinal flying, you're like, whoa, that catches my eye. And it's, Ooh, and it's yeah. not because it's an exotic bird. It's not a friggin' toucan flying you around Toronto. You don't see it all that often. You don't see it all that often, but there's 
distinct differences in it and it's confident in being itself and what it is it's just a cardinal it's not a pigeon with red feathers right it's also much more rare than a pigeon exactly exactly but i Mm -hmm. think in general it's like that's what most people are they're afraid of having different opinions Mm -hmm. they're afraid of being anything outside of what's accepted and you would think that with the absence of monoculture in terms of it's like back in the 90s Like they say, that was the last monoculture generation because you're tuning in to watch TV every night Mm -hmm. and you're watching MTV and that shapes a generation or something. You know what I mean? The attitude era of wrestling, whatever it is. I I thought of rave girls. (laughs) Sure, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there's distinct things. It's like, oh, I was this thing. It's like I was a go-go dancer in the 70s. Now it seems like... But that's what I'm saying. You would think that that wouldn't be the case because there's social media and there's so many avenues for people to be themselves and Mm -hmm. express themselves being authentically authentic, authenticated, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's like, be you, be you. But it's like, we're all buying into the same pipeline here Mm -hmm. and it all comes out the same end. Right. So, so to recap, I'd say you're not looking for anything (laughs) in a relationship in terms of you're not on the hunt. What was the second one? Oh, somebody that supports you and drives you. Right. Someone who supports you and drives you, but without it being cliche, right? In terms of it's like they feed, they they stoke your fire, right? In terms of it's like, go for more. Just don't Mm -hmm. stop. It's like the other day you're like, "Eh, I don't know how I'm feeling. I might walk or go on a run. I was like, go on a run. Yeah. And it's those things, right? Or you to me is like, you'll be like, go do some pull-ups. You have skinny arms. (laughs) No. Don't. You told me I had skinny no. arms the other day, I, and then we ordered a pull-up bar, and I've been doing several <laughs> sets per day, right? So it's... I'm sorry. No, it's, see, that's good, though. It's the honesty. So many people would just be, like, seething, right? And be like, oh, my God, he, he looks like Diary of a Wimpy Kid right now. Mm. And then next thing you know, it's like they're texting some other hunk of a man and going after and idealizing someone else to fill the void of what they want deep down Mm. versus being able to be honest. And that's the other thing, right? I think that might be a 3B where it's like (laughs) the honesty, cliche again, but in the sense of you can argue without it turning into a screaming match and knowing what is worth fighting for, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think we exhibited that today. It was like, it wasn't a fight or anything. I was just like, hey, we need to <laughs> we need to remember to turn the lights off because the electric bill is going to be too high. And then it turned into whatever. And I then, put all of my negative energy into cleaning. Right. And you did that. And I laid on the bed and I just kind of looked up at the ceiling and we just didn't talk for 25 minutes. And then we hung a mirror. I was like, hey, love you. We had a hug. It was like, not everything needs to be this broken down psychotherapy yeah. moment. Okay. Right? So I actually posted something on songs for your sunday that was a plug follow songs for your sunday on instagram and it was saying something along the lines of if it doesn't bother you in five years don't spend another five minutes wasting your energy on it Mm -hmm. i love that that's pretty good it is so good yeah definitely think about the amount of arguments that you've had that are like absolutely no big deal but you just waste half a day getting bothered by because people would rather win arguments than solve the problem and I think yeah. that's a big thing for a lot of guys. Well, when we first started dating, it was extremely hard for me to like, I think I think a little bit of both of us, it was hard to communicate 
in the way that we really wanted to because we were we were really sensitive to each other's feelings we didn't want to hurt each other and we yeah. but we quickly learned that communication is the, a way better route for that for sure oh my god i think about when you first were together and it's like it was so obnoxious and i'm sure i was so obnoxious because i was always like what's wrong what's yeah. going on yeah what is it da, da, da. and it's like not everything needs to be spoken out it's like sometimes people are just quieter or whatever or even if there's something going on it'll be eviscerated by having a couple pretzels because you're just (laughs) a little hungry right yeah oh my gosh yes we're very different people now yeah okay my top three yeah the first one is they kind of go along with yours obviously respect is my number one just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) okay but respect in a way of i think it's really important to respect boundaries in the other person's life respect the other person's values i mean these are like pretty big pillars but Mm. i think a huge thing that i have been incredibly grateful for and i like actually tell a lot of my friends this i feel like that you've been amazing at supporting and but letting me do my own thing Mm -hmm. and like that i think that's so cool of you like it's almost it's almost to a point where it's like if i hit a goal you're like yeah i knew you were gonna do that right and i remember that was a bit of a not a speed bump or anything but you'd be like I'm looking for more. It's like, I know you're capable of more, so just keep <laughs> yeah. going. It's like we don't yeah. need to pop champagne because you hit a thousand followers and one day you'll have a hundred thousand, right? So obviously celebrating the small wins and like celebrate the wins throughout mm-hmm. life, but having that respect for the other person. I don't even know if it's respect. Do you think believing in the other person? Definitely. Having belief, but also and I think that plays into the belief, right? Where it's like you reach a milestone, whatever it is. This isn't all social media yeah. based or whatever, but it's it's like something good happens. It's like if you get a raise, it's like, oh, like that's awesome. Like I'm really proud of you. And it's a hug and it's a that and it's a whatever. And I think it's also what you're saying about understanding of like the other person too. It's like, yeah, you're a girl. <laughs> I'm a guy. It's very clear distinction between the two. It's like <laughs> sometimes I show you stuff on Instagram and I expect a huge laugh and you're like, what the y- Yeah. That? And it's just, that's just what it is. It's like it's I think so many people are like in relationships I'm like what's wrong with you? Like I don't get it. Blah blah blah. It's like I get excited personally about the Browns winning where I'm like audibly and like jumping up in the air, right? For you, you're the, you're just such a positive person. It's like you could open the jar of pickles in the one try and you're like, "Let's go!" right? And I'm confused. This probably those t- happened before. Probably. Probably. But, you know? Yeah. Okay. I get so that. was that number one? Okay. It was kind of number one, but it's also, oh, I had a thought in the middle of that that I kind of lost. When you were talking about giving people their space, too, are you talking? Okay. Yes. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was about to go into. Yeah. The, the respect, it kind of goes into this rec- respect thing, too, but like giving somebody their space to go after what they want. That mm-hmm. totally ties into it. But for example, example i i wanted this internship so badly in whistler and that was like the first year that we were dating mm-hmm. and it was like if it was like I, a month after we were dating yeah and if i got it i'd be going away for four months and you were so supportive the fact that you were that you let me go off and do that trust me to go off and do that mm-hmm. and that that sparked a huge a huge point in my career i think 
Right. And just like uh, when I like, I feel like last year was the most I've ever worked in my entire life. The hardest I've worked. And if we didn't see each other like every single day, you're, you were okay with that. I was okay with that because you were doing your own thing. We mm-hmm. were just like, we were respecting each other's lives. Definitely. I, and I, I just remember hearing about stuff even when I was in high school. I remember this girl that we went to school with had an NCAA scholarship to go play golf and she didn't take it so she could stay with her high school boyfriend. Whoa. And it's like... I think it comes from a place of control or maybe you're just not solid enough in the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're I, like, yeah. you can't leave, you can't leave, we're still developing this or it I, becomes a control thing. Too. Yeah, and I was going to add, like, I feel like it's also a gut feeling of me and you knowing that it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because neither of us would have been like, I'm not going through four months of long distance relationship and like frustration with all of that mm-hmm. for no reason. Definitely, because it, like, it was tough. But also it's, to be noted it's like i had a lot going on too it was like i was you were so you're you were two years ahead of me in school so you're in your third year i was in my first i was going in to my first off season of playing football so i was like tied up in that too so you can choose to turn your attention to other things that you have going on and if you're the one who's like when your your partner your girlfriend your boyfriend your husband or wife is at work and you're like being like baby i miss you so much (laughs) it's like you don't have enough going on in your life Ooh, i love this topic uh, so much crazy okay and this is just what you were saying about giving people their space to do stuff yeah ladies this one's for you (laughs) i promise you your man loves you but they the thing they love second most is not being with you when they can hang out with their friends <laughs> and that sounds awful but we were talking in our group chat me and my friends and i was like girls will never understand how much we love them but also love not being around them for like three hours Wait, on the weekend you can't say that girls will never understand because that's what i feel no exactly and that's, I, the, that's like, the general statement though you're that's my, the joke you're my number one yeah for and sure my girls going on a weekend with my girls is absolutely the best time of my life Jesse, I'm coming back to (laughs) Aurelia. For sure. But you know what I mean? Yes. I I get it. I'm speaking to the, when I say that statement, it's like, obviously I'm with you because you know that if you weren't, we would have been done a long time ago (laughs) and vice versa, right? Yeah. But it's also because I understand that it's very, very, very important to have your alone time and Mm -hmm. to have your friend time and then to have your, your person time. Right. It's like, and that's, that's the other, it's like we've, you and I have been together at the hit 24 hours a day like since september basically except for the one weekend you went away and like love it it's like everything's fine we're doing great we're thriving we're doing our thing yeah but it's like when those times come when those opportunities arise if it's like hanging out with the guys for the weekend going going to a cottage or whatever you've done that with Mm -hmm. your friends like yes it's not that I don't like you, but it's this is just the change that we need to yeah. ground us and be like, this is who I am outside of you. And I think when people don't know who they are outside of their relationship, they become so isolated. Like we know people yeah. who are defined by the person that they're with. And I feel like that totally stifles your development long term. It's like, how can you, yeah. how can you really be growing and then even giving back to your relationship without like going out and watering the plants right you know what i mean yeah for sure and like even the day-to-day just having them having like moments sometimes i'll be like do you want to go for a walk and then i'll be like 
wait, do you want to go along? <laughs> do you want to go for a walk alone? Because that's mm-hmm. good too. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's not me just being like that. It's like, not being like the usual, like, fine, if you're going to go, then go. And yeah. then the guy goes up and leaves and goes, you're really going to go right now? Yeah. It's like the trap thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not trapping. That's me understanding. Right. From my own personal experience, like I need alone time too. Definitely. Definitely. So, and that's I think very important to, I think even the people who are like that, it's like, if you confronted them, are you like, do you really want to be with me right now? Or do you just <laughs> want to like control and surveil me? True. Cause I think so many people are like that and they don't even notice. It's like, it's so important to sit back and actually watch what you say to certain people. Cause so often you can find you're literally just doing things for like the micro victory. Right. Yeah. True. Which I think could have like, it happened today. It happened today too a degree right it's like maybe you're feeling it's like he's trying to be the electrical guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and i might feel if i was just in the wrong frame of mind and you said it to me i might be the same way my number three was listening and communication did you already say that because that's pretty ironic i know we (laughs) talked about that a little earlier but like i've never i never knew how important communication was until i met you obviously and we didn't have good communication and we found out we realized very quickly that we're like damn, we need to talk about things. And 100% at the end of the day, I would much rather hear the honest truth than be just wondering for hours and hours and hours what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And that drives me insane. Right. And I think that a lot of people, going back to, I just think that a lot of people are, are not afraid, but like don't want to hurt the other person's feelings when in the long run, it's gonna help you so much more just being honest and communicating and seriously listening. Right. It is crazy what true listening does for the respect between two people. And mm-hmm. that's not even in just relationships. That's like literally everything. Like mm-hmm. within your workplace, within like your parents, listening, <laughs> everything, <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> Listen yeah. to your parents. Definitely. Because, yeah, I forget what the phrase is. It's like you're listening to me, but you're not hearing what I'm saying or whatever it is where it's, yeah. you know, it's another, it's a big thing with the guys, you know, it's like sometimes the ladies like to talk a lot, right? And because girls just generally like to talk more than guys do. They like to get things out on their chest and talk about things. And I think a lot of the time, guys, it's like I'm completely guilty of it where you're like, oh, man, that's crazy. And it's like, are you even listening to what I'm saying? You're mean. No, I'm just saying, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just the way things honestly are. But it's so important to like actually dial in and tune in. Yeah. And in a relationship, that's so important. Like That's paramount to just make sure the other person is being heard, right? Yeah. And, and But also, too, it's like this is like what we're saying now, that you can actively practice. Yeah. Man or woman. It's like when someone's talking to you, try and see if you can catch yourself thinking of something to say while the other person is talking and if you are you aren't actually listening right and that's what we usually do in whatever way it is everyone wants to be this philosopher savant on twitter and social media and this and that and have something profound to say but you're not really listening to Mm -hmm. anyone you're just you know you're waiting to speak Mm -hmm. yeah what else was on there? What other questions? Well, not really questions, but I I was thinking about moving at your own pace and like respecting the other person's pace. I was thinking about it because how many, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's probably different for you, but I don't know how many people 
asked me throughout the six years that I was dating you when we were moving in together or why we weren't moving in together. And right. I was like, yo, we're just doing our own thing. We're happy. We're not putting oh, pressure on God. it. We're in university. We're living yeah. different lives. Like living I was loca. I could like, honestly, I think it was probably for the better that we weren't living together last year when I was like just working 24 mm seven -hmm. and I just needed to come home and sleep. <laughs> But then we, we like carved out time to be 100% there for each other. Absolutely. That's the thing. It's like, you have to know who you are and don't differentiate from your path. Yeah that's laid out in front of you just because it's whatever the norm is because I, and that's not to say that moving in together before marriage or anything isn't bad because if that's your path that's your path and if sometimes life just brings you into that situation and you want to test out the waters go for it it just wasn't i just think like within our lives we were at different different points like that's another thing so mm -hmm. not always the smartest course of action just because it fits the identity of what you want to be better mm -hmm. right yeah but i do get what you're saying it's like in terms of it's like if that's the path and not let other people's judgment shift that path yeah judgment who, who cares about judgment mm -hmm. in the end day unless it's from you know people you love and care about and i think a lot of people ignore that when they hear it from other people because they're like oh i want this thing to work out so well and you're like hey dude she's not the one or hey girl he's not your man and then they go and do it anyways yeah. and where are they six everyone has that friend or knows that person where it's like they don't take the advice that they ask for and then they come crying to you later because mm -hmm. things didn't work out. And that's the scenario where I'm talking about with like moving in with someone who you really shouldn't do this. Yeah. And your friends, if you have good friends, they'll tell you the truth when you need to hear that. They won't be like, yeah, man, roll the dice because that negatively affects their life too. I just, Month three is when the annoying stuff starts to kick and you start <laughs> to notice their flaws. Yeah. <laughs> Month three was when I started getting very fappy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was eating as much as you would, and I was just, we were just in love with food. Yeah. Oh my God, I was talking to my buddy Sam about it, and his mom was on FaceTime, and we were talking about how we used to, me, him, and Reese used to get the 90 wing combo every Sunday. Yeah. At school. And garlic bread. And, and garlic bread. And then, so. But I would be right there with you eating so much, and I understand that a lot of people, a lot of girls can eat a lot, but like, you were training an insane amount for football. Yeah. And I was just gaining weight <laughs> yeah and so was sam <laughs> and his mom was like why'd you get fat he was like they were running and lifting every day five days a week yeah so good times okay love language what do you know your love language what would you like say is the I most do? prominent no like i think i know what yours is but you guess <laughs> acts of service making like you food <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. 100%. 100%. Okay, I have a, I have that a theory. And that and being like, and this is going to sound so like misogynistic, air quotes added there. But it's like if I'm watching, you know what I mean? Like say I'm watching the Browns or whatever. And you're not like putting your phone in my face. And you're like, look at the wiener dog chasing the peanut butter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you, you know when it's like... Uh, okay he's doing his thing like yeah and you watch football respecting like your that. boundaries but like that's not really what i'm talking about with love language <laughs> but that is i think 
in action is okay. like being being like understanding of yeah. when someone like really loves something. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's misogynistic at all because that's I know, just but something someone will I. Try and say, so. <laughs> you're you gonna be the to you're gonna be the bad guy. Yeah, and I've always <laughs> been that kind of person. So bring it on. Baby. <laughs> okay, so we're going with that. I don't think it's misogynistic because if I love you, I'm gonna know what you love, right? And I'm gonna respect that. And okay, I this is what my theory is. I know that you absolutely love food. Mm-hmm. I love food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's an important trait for me to go out of my way and learn how to make your favorite meal. Definitely. That's just an example for mm-hmm. like a lot of different things, but for like talking about love languages in general, just knowing your person's thing mm-hmm. and going out of your way to like compliment it or like bring that to life for the other person. Cause mm-hmm. I would say yours is either when I put you in a headlock. For <laughs> <laughs> some reason I like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, like the hugging, the, the cuddling sort of I'm thing. I'm definitely like an affectionate person, mm-hmm. which is weird because my friends, it was like a running joke all throughout university. If I would like give somebody a hug, they were like, oh my God, take a picture. Mel's giving me a hug. But with yeah. you... It's so weird. I just like... Oh, because you tried to be like that when you first met. You're like, I don't know how to love. I was like (laughs) putting you in a headlock. I was like... (laughs) But no, I just knew. I was like, you're not going to play these games because I'm an overly affectionate person. Yeah. And I'm not going to like dial it back. That's who I am. I'm not going to change what I am. Right. And the same way that you wouldn't change who you were, that was always within you. Just was opened up when we met right and that's like me it's like i used to be rude and judgmental more toward you know what i mean and be like oh i get what girls are all about and you're like no you're not that person you're kind and compassionate so it's like okay i'm gonna be more yeah even though i probably don't sound like that right now but (laughs) no i get what you mean though but that and i think writing you notes it's acts of kindness yeah that's my other one for sure yeah out of any present that you've ever gotten me, you've gotten me some incredible presents, especially my new food processor. Yep. But your notes are 100% my favorite part of any like holiday or celebration or just like random notes. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah. It's because it's like actual emotion rather than just like buying something. Right. That's like flowers on, on Valentine's Day irks me for some reason. Mm-hmm. But flowers like out of the blue. Oh, the best thing ever. Right. Because <laughs> all those things are like, well, you're supposed to do yeah. that. There's the obligation that's, to that's do it. That's why. That's mm-hmm. why. And like to anybody who does that, it's amazing too. It's important to know their love language yeah. because that fuels the fire and keeps keeps things fresh for so long. And yeah. I think you want someone to keep giving you that thing that you crave. You let them know how much you appreciate it. Oh my gosh. When they do it. Yes. Like, and you reciprocate. For sure. Because like, there's nothing worse than a one-sided story. Absolutely. Oh, that's so sad. It's like, yeah, it's, you just think about people in the 1930s. It's like the dad and the white button up sitting in the recliner. He's just getting served hand and foot. It's like, you think about that and it's like, you just had to put up with that, right? It's yeah. like, sorry guys. You know why that doesn't work now? Women have the option to just <laughs> not be with you, right? Like there's not like this. And be the breadwinner. You put the work in, not because you were looking for reciprocation, but because, like, you love me, and you love this, and you want to keep things fresh, and like that. I also love cooking. For sure. (laughs) And that's, that's like, I love that too, right? It's like, I... So what are you making me for dinner tonight? Definitely not happening. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, but serious question. If you were to make me my favorite dish, what would it be? <laughs> Mexican? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's tough. That is a long-winded top three and love languages. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm having a glass of wine and pizza at midnight. Oh, how nice. Yeah. At midnight is the the final the final day for our 21 day Daniel fast. Yeah. So that no one in my family made to the end. So no, well, it's okay. No, you know what? That's the other thing. You got to be true to yourself. I'm a competitive guy. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Yeah. And we're rewarding ourselves with pizza at midnight because we can't wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of covers our topics on our relationship in general. Okay. Six years in the making, baby. That's our take on relationships. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have an amazing Sunday. And Joey's cringing at my outro. I support you. I need to get better at these. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Songs for Your Sunday on Instagram. Follow me at Manuka Sunday. Let's chat. Send me questions. Send me requests for any topics that you want to chat about. And we're going to go eat. Yeah. Enjoy. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday.